Good morning and welcome to worship on this second Sunday of Christmas. Welcome to those who are finding your way here via our podcast or our YouTube channel or on our radio broadcast this morning. We are so glad that you are spending this time in worship with us. A big word of welcome to Lauren Barker, who is our guest musician this morning. Thank you for that beautiful prelude, Lauren. We will also be hearing some special music from Lauren at the close of our worship today as our postlude. I remind you that a bulletin for this service is available to download on our website at oslme.com. In preparation for this time of worship, I invite you now to light a candle, to gather some bread and wine or juice, to celebrate Holy Communion a little later on in this worship service. A happy new year to you all as we begin worship this morning. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who was in the beginning, who makes a dwelling among us, who covers us with justice and mercy. Amen. Let us pray as we confess our sin. God of goodness and loving kindness, we confess that we have sinned against you and our neighbors. We have turned away from your invitation to new life. We've turned away from the lowly and downtrodden. In your abundant mercy, forgive us our sins, those that we know and those known only to you, for the sake of the one who came to live among us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Hear now this good news of peace and salvation. God forgives us all of our sins, not through our own work, but through Jesus Christ, made known to all people. With all who come to the manger, rejoice in this amazing gift of grace. Amen. I invite you to sing with us as we sing our gathering hymn this morning. Hark the herald angels sing hymn number 270.
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. O God, our Redeemer, you created light that we might live, and you illumine our world with your beloved Son. By your Spirit, comfort us in all darkness and turn us toward the light of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our gospel acclamation this morning is the hymn of the Father's love begotten, hymn number 295. We will sing verse 1 together. Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses, Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. 
Beloved children of God, grace and peace to you in the name of our newborn Lord, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Happy 10th day of Christmas to you and Happy New Year as well. If you are anything like me, you were pretty happy to see the end of 2020 and to welcome in 2021. It's traditional at this time of year to reflect back on the past year, but for a year that was as difficult and disquieting as 2020, all I've wanted to do is put the year in the rear view mirror and not look back. The pandemic has affected every part of our life so that for many of us, our lives are barely recognizable from a year ago. Home offices, Zoom meetings, virtual school, masks, physical distancing, online worship, stay-at-home dinners, stay-at-home vacations, stay-at-home holidays, just lots and lots of staying at home. Add to it the economic, social, cultural, and political unrest that 2020 brought as well, and I am glad to be leaving 2020 behind. One of the promises of Christmas is that God is with us. God's very self comes to share life with us and to live among us. And this is especially true when the days are dark, difficult, and disquieting. While we might have wished for an easy escape from 2020 or from other dark, difficult, and disquieting periods in our lives, God chooses to plunge right into them, right into the middle of the difficulty with all that God is. This has been God's way since the dawn of time. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep while the Spirit of God swept over the face of the waters. That's how Genesis begins. Formless void doesn't quite do justice to the beautiful rhyme in Hebrew, tohu vavohu. The phrase connotes a disordered, chaotic wasteland. Literary scholar and Hebrew Bible translator Robert Alter tries to capture the nuance and rhyme of the Hebrew by translating the phrase this way, welter and waste. Over the turbulent, the weltering wasteland, God's spirit hovers. Hovers like a mother bird hovering over her nest to protect her young. And as God hovers over this primordial chaos, God speaks. Light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. Instead, life blossoms in this welter and waste of a world. Creation is not the only time God has jumped into our dark, difficult, and disquieting world. When Pharaoh set his heart against God and enslaved God's people, darkness descended on the world. But God led God's people out of Egypt, and then as a pillar of light, God led them through the wilderness to the promised land. When Naomi was widowed and bereft of her two sons, when she was so filled with bitterness that she wanted to change her name to Mara, which means bitterness, 
God stood beside her and provided for her through her daughter-in-law, Ruth. God brought new life to Naomi and removed her bitterness as Ruth and Boaz placed their newborn son on Naomi's lap. After a generation of captivity in Babylon, God prepared a way home for those living in exile, a highway through the wasteland of the desert lined with pools of water and freshly blooming flowers. Light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. God's word, spoken first through the prophet Isaiah to a people living centuries ago through their own difficult days, continues to offer hope to all who live through tumultuous times. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. At Christmas, God once again plunges into the, the middle of a difficult and disquieting world as God's people are living under Roman occupation. This time, though, God's self comes in the flesh, light and love embodied in Jesus. This is the glory of the Father, not riches, not power, not fame, not fancy robes, but presence, God's presence with God's people in all things. Emmanuel, God with us, to shine a light in the darkness and to create new ways through the weltering wasteland that our lives and the world sometimes become. This is the glory of the Father, God's complete solidarity with us. And we have seen this glory. Light has shined on us. And though storm clouds can sometimes obscure our vision, our eyes cannot unsee the light. In Christ, our vision is forever changed. In light of Christ, we are children of God, able to see the world and our neighbors and ourselves in ways that reflect the way in which Christ sees us. Our eyes brightened and enlivened through our practices of worship and prayer, through reading scripture and sharing in Christ's meal, through our encounters with Christ in the face of our neighbors, through our efforts to work for justice and peace in the world, and through our acts of love and service. My husband showed me a meme about a week or so ago. On the top half was a picture of a brilliant night sky with these words, any ordinary night. The bottom half was a picture of a cloudy night sky with these words, the night of an astronomical event. And so it was for us here in Western Wisconsin for the great conjunction of 2020. On December 21st, all we could see from our backyard was a thick layer of gray clouds. How disappointing. But the nice thing about conjunctions is that they put on a pretty good show both before the big day and afterwards. It was a couple of days beforehand when we had a beautifully clear night and so we got out our telescope, binoculars and camera. Nathan went out first just after the sun had set. There was an orange pinkish glow in the west and the only thing visible in the not yet dark night sky was the waxing moon. 
Nathan, however, has been studying the night sky for a really long time and had a good sense for where Jupiter and Saturn should be in the sky. He found them easily in the telescope before they were visible to the naked eye. To embody Christmas is to embody this kind of vision. It is to point to the light when others cannot see it, to point to it even when you yourself cannot see it, because you know it is there, because your eyes have been trained to read the world and see the world around you in light of Christ. It is to point to Christ, to God, to where God is in the world, even when you yourself are having a hard time seeing God in the world. One of my favorite Christmas Eve traditions is lighting candles in worship to sing Silent Night. Whether as a member of the congregation or as a worship leader, it is a holy moment for me on that night to be surrounded by the sea of flickering candlelight and the gentle music of a beloved Christmas carol. But like so many things of 2020, this tradition had to look different this year. This year, out of love and concern for each other and our community, we could not be gathered together. As the Grinch so famously discovered, Christmas is not really about the shopping or the presents, nor is it really about beautifully decorated sanctuaries or well-crafted worship or filled pews. Rather, it is about God's intention to let nothing separate us from God. God with us, Emmanuel. This is the promise, the very heart of Christmas. And so as a symbol of that promise, we lit our candles with those in our pandemic bubbles and sang Silent Night wherever we were. The light of Christ shining in living rooms, in cabins, on front steps, on decks, and in garages. While 2020 is over, and the development of vaccines has sparked hope for a better year, there will undoubtedly still be dark, difficult, and disquieting days ahead of us. But this I know, God is and will be with us, Emmanuel, no matter what the future holds. The light of Christ shines in the darkness, and the darkness will not overcome it. Amen. Our hymn of the day is the continuation of the hymn of the Father's Love Begotten, hymn number 295. We sing together verses 2 through 4.
Joining our voices with the song of the angels, let us pray for the church, for the world, and for all in need. After each prayer petition we sing together, Lord, listen to your children praying. Redeeming God, you gather together your people from the farthest parts of the earth. By the light of Christ, lead your church in the ways of truth and grace. Make us radiate with your goodness, with your justice and mercy. Creating God, you bring together heaven and earth, and all of creation sings your praises. Protect your creation. Keep all the diverse ecosystems of this world in delicate balance. From coastlands to farmlands, from forests to wetlands, from deserts to rainforests. Show us new and better ways to live in harmony with the world around us. We pray to the Lord. Sovereign God, you overflow with grace upon grace. Expand the imaginations of those who serve in positions of power or authority. Open their hearts to the needs of their nations and communities. Protect all those in harm's way and those risking danger for the sake of others. Compassionate God, you bring consolation to those who weep. Embrace those who feel far off, or excluded, or defeated. Accompany those who live with chronic and invisible illness. Sustain the weak and weary. Refresh those who labor under the weight of pain or sickness. As we pray especially this day for Brad Wozniak and for Angie Rukti's grandmother, we pray to the Lord. Merciful God, you come to us in the beauty of darkness and in the beauty of light. Bring justice and reconciliation to communities which have been divided by oppressions or by the misuse of power. Guide us as your people to speak holy words of advocacy and truth. Help us to honor your image in one another. 
Living God, you turn our mourning into joy. We give thanks for those who have died in faith. In the fullness of time, gather us all together with them in your mercy. Hear our prayers now and come quickly to us with grace upon grace. We pray to the Lord. greeting with any you may be gathered with this morning. I want to take a moment now to thank you for your continued generosity, for all the ways that you support the work of helping those in need here in our community and in the ongoing ministry of our Savior's Lutheran Church. Your support is vital as we continue to follow in the ways and work of Jesus. We welcome your offerings to OSL and to our shared ministry. You are invited to send in your offering to our church office or use our online giving option on our website at oslme.com. Now, if you have not already done so, I invite you to gather bread and wine or juice in order to celebrate Holy Communion as we sing together our offertory in the bleak midwinter, hymn number 294, verse 3. Thank you. God, you came to us as one unknown, bringing joy and salvation to the earth. Nourish us at your banquet table, that with all who welcome your birth, we may proclaim your peace, revealed in Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, 
shed for you and all people for the forgiveness of sin, do this for the remembrance of me. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus has taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The word is revealed in the manger and here in the gifts of simple bread and wine. I invite you to share communion with those with whom you are gathered today. This is the body of Christ given for you. This is the blood of Christ shed for you. As you share communion with each other or as you receive these gifts yourself, we share a gift of special music with you. Were you there on that Christmas night?
the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Let us pray. We give you thanks, gracious God, that you have once again fed us from your very self with the body and blood of Christ. Through this mystery, send us forth to proclaim your promise to a world in need through the same Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. As you go forth into the rest of this day, go forth with this blessing. Almighty God, who sent the Holy Spirit to Mary, proclaimed joy through the angels, sent the shepherds with good news, and led the Magi by a star, bless you this day through the word made flesh. Amen. I share a few announcements with you, the ministers of OSL, the first of which is an invitation this January 6th, Wednesday, happens to be Epiphany. Uh, you are invited to join Pastor Sarah for Matins morning prayer, um, as well as her husband, Nathan Miller, who will be joining in that conversation to talk about the star of Bethlehem coming from Nathan the astronomer it will be a wonderful and informative conversation to share fellowship begins at 8:45, and then matins um, will begin at 9 a.m. and if you don't have a, a link to that zoom meeting simply contact pastor Sarah and she will get you connected our stuff the mailbox um, effort continues you can continue to drop off your artwork or notes that we then will disperse and send out to um, folks in our congregation. If you have any questions about that, you need any more clarification, please contact Denise Vick, our Director of Children and Family Ministry. Finally, a reminder that if you have any prayer concerns, um, Pastor Sarah and myself, our parish nurses are here for you. Please reach out to us. You can find our contact information on our website at oslme.com, and you are always welcome to simply contact the church office, and we will um, be connected with you. Our final hymn this morning is the first Noel hymn number 300, We Sing Together.
Jesus. Thanks be to God.